coming up on episode 35 of the Keto Camp Podcast, 15 ways to upgrade your health starting today. Between 1 and 3 p.m. in the afternoon, our core body temperature naturally begins to drop. That results in an increase, a bump in melatonin. And when that happens, you feel a little tired, you feel a little sleepy. When you're on an airplane, it's a very toxic environment. It increases inflammatory markers. You have all these EMFs going around. So it's important to not eat anything at least three hours before flying. I'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate 1 billion people. I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the Keto Camp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Ben Azadi, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hello there, Keto Camper. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. This will be a very useful episode for those of you who want to upgrade your health, whether you wanna have better energy levels, mental clarity, you wanna live a longer life, you wanna lose some weight, you wanna get rid of some of the symptoms you're dealing with, I'm going to break down 15 hacks. These are health hacks I've learned over the last 11 years that you could implement very easily to implement these. Now, is it easy to keep them going? Not so much, but I'm gonna break them down for you, why it's beneficial, what it does to the body, what it does for your health, and then you could choose if you wanna do five of them, 10 of them, maybe all 15 of them. I know if you just take at least five of these health hacks that I'm gonna share with you, it's gonna make a big difference in your results. And we'll get to this episode shortly. First and foremost, I wanna thank you for choosing the Keto Camp Podcast. We are the exclusive podcast for all things keto, fasting, performance, and longevity. So if that's what you're looking for, you definitely found the right podcast for you. Thank you for choosing this podcast out of all the podcasts out there. You chose this one and I'm so grateful for that. This episode is sponsored by my favorite olive oil, which comes from the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. I've tried a lot of different olive oils out there, even the best on the shelves of Whole Foods and other natural grocery stores, and it does not compare to the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. What they do over at the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club is they handpick these olives seasonally from different parts all across the world. They bottle it and they ship it to your door. So convenient. It is loaded with polyphenols, antioxidants. It's not rancid like most of the stuff that you find on the shelf, even the stuff that says organic extra virgin olive oil that you find at your supermarket. Most of that stuff is rancid. I know for a fact that Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club, it's not rancid. So I use it for my salad dressings, my keto fatty salads. I use it to cook with because it's loaded with polyphenols that protect it even when it's heated. So I love it. If you want to get your first bottle for a dollar and try them out, head over to www.ketocampoliveoil.com. Remember that's camp with a K, www.ketocampoliveoil.com, and go check them out. Get your first bottle for a buck. All right, let's get into this episode so I can break down all 15 
of these health hacks for you. Let's start with the morning. What are some things you can do to start your day? Because I'm a big believer that if you own the morning, you automatically win the day. So here are four things that I personally practice and it's made a big difference in my health, my productivity, my relationships, and just overall my life. First thing that I highly recommend you do in the morning is to write down 10 things you are grateful for. When you do this, you are shifting your attention and your energy to an abundance mindset. And there's a law of the universe that states what we feed energy to expands. So many people, they wake up and they're automatically thinking about negative things, what they have to accomplish, things that are not working for them, the debt, the, the finances, their relationships, the things that are not working for them. And guess what happens? They get more things that are not working for them. So if you could get into the habit of starting your day, just grabbing a pen and paper and writing down 10 things you're grateful for, it will shift that energy into an abundance energy and away from a scarcity mindset. There's always something to be grateful for. I always share this in my lectures. 150,000. The significance of that number is that's how many people are dying every single day. Yesterday, 150,000 people took their last breath. Today, 150,000 people will take their last breath. So if you just know that stat, that fact, that so many people are dying every single day, that puts you in a state of gratitude because if you're listening to this podcast right now, whether you are driving in your car, on your way to work, away from work, or you're working out or walking your dog, you're alive, you're breathing. So put your hand on your heart as long as you're not driving, take a deep breath, know that you are not one of the 150,000 people that are dying every single day, and that alone is something to be grateful for. There's always something to be grateful for. If you can see, if you can hear, if you can walk, if you are living in a home that has a bed and air condition, always, always, always find things to be grateful for. So that's number one. My first tip, start your morning with gratitude. The second thing is do not look at your phone or turn on the news. The thing with the phone, the cell phone, the iPhone, I love my iPhone and it's really helped grow the Keto Camp brand, but I do not check my phone within an hour of waking up because the subconscious mind is very impressionable the first 60 minutes. So you wanna protect this time. When you look at your phone, it's like playing Russian roulette. On one hand, you can look at your phone and you'll see a, an amazing text from somebody you adore and they said something nice about you or a comment on your Facebook post that was positive and it inspired you and you saw all your likes and you got that dopamine rush and you feel good. Yeah, that could happen. Or you could look at your phone and it could be a negative text. It could be a negative comment and all of a sudden, or a problem you have to handle. And now you're scrambling throughout the rest of your day and your day is ruined. Instead of you controlling the day and the morning, the day is now in control of you. So it's wise to get into the habit of not checking your phone at least an hour after waking up. That's your step number two. Step number three goes hand in hand with step number two because if you're not checking your phone, what can you do? I highly recommend getting 15 minutes or more, if you could do 30, even better, but get 15 minutes of sunlight. So if you could go for a morning walk and sync your circadian rhythm, your hormones with mother nature, that's gonna help with your energy levels. It's gonna help give you a healthy boost in cortisol. It's gonna help regulate that circadian rhythm. Our hormones, all 600 plus hormones that we have, they're in sync with mother nature. 
So when the sun goes up, we're supposed to get up with the sun and activate cortisol by looking at the sun, getting sun to hit our skin, going through our retina. It'll make a big difference. If you're somebody who struggles with an afternoon energy slump or just energy fluctuations throughout the day, you probably have a circadian mismatch. So let's match your circadian rhythm by going for a 15-minute walk in the morning. And you could repeat affirmations in your head. I personally do that. I say things like, I love myself, I'm a genius, I apply my wisdom, uh, and I say my goals over in my head. So you could take it to another level. So that's your tip number three. Go for a 15 to 30-minute walk and get sun on your skin, through your eyes. I know some of you are listening to this from uh, different parts across the world. Maybe you're in the UK or in Canada and you're like, yeah, Ben, that's easy for you to say. You're in beautiful Miami, Florida when the sun's always out and we are overcast all the time. Well, I'm here to tell you that you can still get benefits even when it's overcast. So go ahead and do it and you can have excuses or you can have results. Fourth tip, morning tip here, very powerful tip that I get. This one might be difficult to do, but here's the deal. If you could wait 90 minutes after waking up to have your coffee or your tea or whatever you have that has caffeine in it, you're going to get much more benefits from waiting 90 minutes. Look, I love coffee. I'm a big fan of drinking high quality coffee, but I wait 90 minutes to have it. And here's why I do it. When you wake up first thing in the morning, your body has already activated cortisol. Naturally, this happens. When cortisol is elevated, guess what happens? When you drink that coffee first thing in the morning, it's pretty much rendered useless because the caffeine does not stand a chance to the almighty cortisol. Cortisol overpowers that caffeine. So the best you'll get from that cup of coffee first thing in the morning is some jitters, and then you'll find yourself reaching for a second, third, fourth, fifth cup later on in the day. But here's the hack for you. If you wait 90 minutes, an hour and a half after waking up, your cortisol naturally begins to drop down. That's when you want to have your coffee or your tea or your caffeine because it'll help bind together the cortisol and the caffeine to give you much more sustainable energy levels so you're not reaching for that second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth cup of coffee or a four-hour energy, whatever it is you need as a pick-me-up. So wait an hour and a half. If you find this tip to be impractical for you because you're going to punch somebody in the face if you don't have your coffee first thing in the morning, then hey, start off by doing waiting 30 minutes and then the following day, 40 and then 50 and then 60. Work your way up to 90 minutes and you're going to notice a big difference. That was your tip number four. The fifth tip I'm going to share with you is to have fat and protein with every meal and eat until full. The importance of that is so undervalued because when you have protein and fat with each meal, that gives you less of an insulin spike than carbohydrates. And if you're listening to this, you're probably following the keto diet, so you're doing this already, so great job. But the second thing about it is that you want to eat until full. When you eat until full, you remind the body that A, it is not starving, and then B, it's going to hold you over until your next meal, whether that meal is within six hours or you're doing a 12-hour plus fast, but it's going to help sustain you so you do not feel the need to snack in between meals. Even if you're doing keto snacking in between meals, if your goal is longevity and fat loss, we don't want to snack. We want to make sure we have our eating window and we have our fasting window. So when you have healthy fat and protein and you eat until full, you could accomplish accomplish this so much easier. So that was your next tip. So that was tip number five. Tip number six is for the afternoon. In the afternoon, so many people have difficulty with their energy levels between 1 and 3 p.m. in the afternoon. This is typically when somebody grabs that four-hour energy drink 
or a cup of coffee, green tea, something to give them a pick-me-up so they could get through the rest of their day. The reason most people are experiencing this energy slump in the afternoon is because between 1 and 3 p.m. in the afternoon, our core body temperature naturally begins to drop. This is just a physiological response and it's natural. But that results in an increase, a bump in melatonin. And when that happens, you feel a little tired, you feel a little sleepy. So there's two things I'm gonna give you here, which is gonna be hack number six and number seven. The first hack here is this is the best time to take a power nap. 25 minutes is the ideal time to get in that nap. It's enough to charge you for the rest of the day, but not too long where you're going into deeper cycles of sleep where you wake up more groggier than you want. So a 25 minute nap, a la George Costanza from Seinfeld going underneath his desk. <laughs> you might not wanna do that because you might get caught from your boss, but if you are in the position of doing a 25 minute nap and you work from home, that would be the best time to do it. Let's say you don't wanna do a George Costanza and get caught napping underneath your desk. The number seven tip I'm gonna give you here is to go outside and get 15 minutes of sunlight. When you get 15 minutes of sunlight between one and 3 p.m. in the afternoon, it signals to your body to stop that melatonin production and increase healthy amounts of cortisol. And that's gonna be enough to boost you for the rest of the day. And you could be productive during the 15 minutes of sun. You could be on a sales call, you could be talking to somebody, uh, posting on your social media. So whatever you wanna do, just get that sun and that'll help give you a healthy boost of cortisol. So that was your next tip. The number eight hack for you is to perform 50 squats before any high carbohydrate meal. So if you're doing the keto diet, you might not be having any high carbohydrate meals, at least for right now. But if you do have a feast meal is what I call it, then performing 50 squats before you have it will do a lot of damage control. Because something happens when you activate the GLUT4 transporter. When you do 50 squats, you activate this GLUT4 transporter. And we like the GLUT4 transporter because what it does, it tells your body when you have that big meal to instead of letting glucose spike very high and store it into your fat cells, it tells your body to reduce that sugar, blood sugar spike and take some of that glucose and pack it into your muscle cells and use it for energy. So it's a great hack for you to burn fat and not store fat and also for longevity because you don't get a high glucose spike. A bonus tip added to this one is to perform a 20 minute walk after that big meal. That'll help regulate blood sugar. So if you are getting out of ketosis because you're having this feast meal, 50 squats before, a walk afterward will help you get right back into ketosis faster. Number nine, take a hot, cold shower contrast every day. And I'm gonna explain why and then the method of how to do it. When you take a cold shower, amazing things happen. The body starts to think, oh crap, we are in a cold environment. Let's take all this blood flow and direct it away from our fingertips and our extremities and direct it to your vital organs because the body doesn't care if you lose your fingers, but it cares if you lose your lungs, your heart, your kidneys, your brain. So it takes this blood flow and it kind of gives you a vascular massage. And this is called Hunter's Reflex. So you, it boosts your immune system, it boosts testosterone, it charges you up. And then when you put it on hot, it does the opposite. The blood flow goes out to the extremities. So you get this massage back and forth, and these are what's called, this is what's called a hormetic stressor. It's a healthy stress for the hormones. So it helps your hormones become more sensitive, and it helps you burn more fat. Because when you take a cold shower, it activates brown fat, 
it's brown because it's very mitochondrial dense, which burns more calories than white fat. The white fat we don't like, it's around our hips, our organs, it's not good. So cold showers help activate brown fat, go back and forth with the hot, and you got yourself a great routine. So here's how you can do it. Every day, do 10 rounds, 30 seconds hot water, 30 seconds cold. That'll take you about five minutes. You do that, you're gonna notice a big difference in energy levels, your immune system's gonna boost, testosterone levels will increase, and you'll feel much better. Tip number eight, take advantage of something called money time sleep window. This is one of my all-time favorite sleep tips, and I wrote about this in my book, The Power of Sleep, which you can find on Amazon. It's a bestseller. There is a phenomenon called money time sleep window, and this takes place between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. This is just a estimate. It varies depending on where you live in the world. It turns out one hour of sleep within this window is equivalent to two hours of sleep outside of this window. This is where you're going to get more of that delta deep sleep, which your fat burning hormones, your five fat burning hormones are activated. Your brain is gonna dump toxins. Your, your brain literally shrinks in size and this fluid goes over it and it flushes out toxins. It's like a dishwasher uh, machine. It's amazing and this happens, mostly happens between this 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. window, the money time sleep window. So if you're in the habit of doing the opposite, of going to bed late and waking up later, switch it around, get to bed early and wake up earlier. And I spoke about this in depth on episode 17 of the Keto Camp podcast titled Sleep and Fat Loss, What's the Connection? So go listen to that. That one is a great episode. The next tip, if you struggle with cravings, sugar cravings, which a lot of people do, the, the, these food companies engineer food to, to be addictive, then here's a little hack for you. Take L-glutamine 15 minutes before your meals. L-glutamine is a, is a powder that has been proven to calm the part of your brain that lights up when you experience sugar and carb cravings. It turns out the same part of your brain lights up when you experience cocaine addiction. That's why sugar is so addicting. So when you take L-glutamine before your meals or anytime you experience these cravings, it'll help calm that part of your brain. I'll put a link for the L-glutamine that I use and recommend in the notes of this podcast. Okay, we have four more hacks to go before we wrap up this episode. I hope it's been helpful for you. These four hacks are all related to traveling. So if you fly, if you travel, if you are on the road a lot, you're gonna really get a lot of these four, these final four tips. When you're on an airplane, it's a very toxic environment. It increases inflammatory markers. You have all these EMFs going around. So it's important to not eat anything at least three hours before flying. Stay fasted on the airplane as well because if you eat before plane travel or you're eating on the plane or drinking alcohol, you're taking a lot of energy and resources to digest that food and less of that to heal the body from being in that inflammatory state of traveling on an airplane. So if you got into the habit of fasting, you're going to notice you, that traveling doesn't beat you up as much as it did in the past. Keep in mind, you wanna be keto adapted, you don't wanna go hypoglycemic, so get keto adapted first, and then you start practicing this. And I always fast before I travel on an airplane and during a flight. It really is a big burden off your shoulders because you don't have to worry about in the airport, what am I gonna eat? What am I gonna get? Because the stuff at the airport is crap anyway, so this is a great tip for you. The next tip for you, to combat jet lag, one of the best things you can do is grounding. Walk barefoot, so after you've got off a flight, find a patch of grass, find some sand, find the ocean, 
and walk barefoot for 10 to 30 minutes. And you're going to notice it'll just, it'll put a dent in any jet lag that you're experiencing. Another thing you can do to combat jet lag is an oxytocin release. How do you get an oxytocin release? You could hug somebody for 10 seconds or longer, or you could have sex. So tell your partner that Ben recommended sex to help with the jet lag. <laughs> Two more tips for you. You want to boost your immune system even before you start to travel. Olive leaf extract, echinacea, garlic, ginger, a high dose vitamin C, and elderberry. Take that before your travel to help elevate your immune system and stay away from sugar and carbs because that weakens your immune system. That'll help you stay bulletproof so you don't get sick when you travel. If you always get sick when you travel, that'll be a great tip for you. Here are some healthy travel essentials, which is going to be the final tip on this podcast episode. I like I, I take this with me whenever I travel. Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee Packets. Uh, I love it. They are very convenient because you could find a Starbucks anywhere when you're traveling. And the problem with Starbucks is that their coffee is toxic. It's full of pesticides which open up your leaky gut, your tight junctions and cause leaky gut. It's filled with mold. They have toxic coffee, but they're everywhere. So I do go to Starbucks, but here's what I do. I just request hot water in a cup. And they have a great water filtration system, so I, at least I know that water is clean. And I'll put a packet of Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee in the hot water. And then the second thing is I'll bring a Bulletproof Brain Octane Oil packet to pour into there and then a packet of grass-fed ghee. And you can find this at Whole Foods. They have it on Amazon. Uh, so that's essential. When I'm traveling, I always take that with me so I don't have to worry about toxic coffee. You could always find hot water anywhere, not just Starbucks. There's also something called a turtle travel pillow, which is great because it helps you sleep and not mess up your neck when you're traveling. Earplugs are essential and an eye mask when you're on a flight and you want to get some sleep. I do it all the time. I catch a red eye intentionally to get sleep and just, I call it time traveling. I'll fall asleep in Park City and wake up in Miami. So earplugs and an eye mask are great. Plus, it's going to help the earplugs are going to help with all the um, the sound on the airplane, that junk sound. You don't want that. And the eye mask will help with the junk light. Uh, then also, I take a low-dose melatonin to help me fall asleep on that plane. So I hope those tips for, were helpful for you. If this episode was valuable for you and you haven't yet reviewed the Keto Camp Podcast on Apple Podcast, please take 30 seconds today out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really makes a big difference for the show, and we want to help 1 billion people get educated on keto fasting performance and longevity, and you will help if you did that. Share this podcast episode with a friend. Also, upload it to your Instagram on your story or on your profile and tag me in it, and I'll be sure to share that on my Instagram story. My Instagram profile is at thebenazadi, T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. Make sure you head over to the notes of this podcast and look at some of the links that I mentioned during this podcast. Remember, this podcast episode was sponsored by the world's healthiest keto olive oil, which is www.ketocampoliveoil.com from the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. So go check that out. If you haven't gotten my Keto Kickstart Guide, it is a 12-page ebook designed to teach you to burn fat instead of sugar and how to practice fasting the right way. It's completely free. If you head over to www.ketokickstartguide.com, you can claim it for free. And also head over to YouTube and subscribe to the Keto Camp YouTube channel over at youtube.com slash ketocamp. 
I just gave you a whole bunch of information. I know. Thank you so much for listening to this entire episode through. I surely appreciate it. You will hear me on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.